everyone up. <laughs> Thank you so much, Linda. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. Whoa, look at all these people. I don't know there were that many people in Sussex County. Hallelujah. Well, what a blessing to be here. Uh, uh, Linda, thank you for those words that you just shared there. You know, we know the fourth man in the fire is our Lord Jesus, but we apply that to our lives also. And I've also found that sometimes when we go through fiery trials and difficulties in our lives, that we can look out uh, to see the Son of God manifesting in our midst. Amen. So I want you to, um, to not be discouraged whenever you go through a trial or difficulty. And um, because this, the fourth man is going to manifest, uh, Jesus is going to manifest. But you know what the other part is, which really, when you said that, is he manifests in your life where Jesus starts shining through you. Woo, amen. And that's what I'm praying for. Lord, shine through me. And tonight I'm actually going to minister about that. Um, but but uh, I do also want to say, Pastor Tim, uh, thank you. There he is. Sound man, plumber, uh, lead, lead uh, guitarist. Thank you, Brother Tim, for having me and uh, your lovely wife, Carrie. My wife, Heidi, is over here in, uh, almost in the front, uh, in the amen corner. And um, uh, thank you for having me here tonight, and I have such an expectancy. I basically spent this whole day with the Lord. Yeah, I had a nap or two in the middle, but uh, those are the greatest naps when you're in the presence of the Lord. And then I prayed, and I prayed, and the more I prayed, the more I'm excited about the service. And, uh, and then I went into the season where I started getting nervous. I am saying. What I'm getting nervous for, I've, it's not the first time I'm ever going to preach that I ever preached, amen, after 31 years, you can preach a thing or two. I'm kidding, I wasn't really nervous, I was just really excited about tonight's meeting. Uh, I just want to say, so such a blessing to see, I'm not even going to mention names, but you, 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 and you, and you. Just great to see so many of you that, that we know, and uh, some of you actually came from a far away, because I, I know who you are, and I appreciate you coming. Thank you so very much. Are you ready to receive from the Lord? I've got to fi fix something real quick. I always record myself, but right now I'm recording Heidi. So, honey, you haven't fallen asleep so far. So I just have to, you know, I always put the screen this way so I can um, see what's going on. And uh, I didn't push the uh, button where it goes the other way around. Man, you look good, honey. Yeah, it's, I should just keep it the whole service like this. <laughs> Make me look good. Okay. Hey, handsome, there you go. <laughs> Praise God. Well, um, I want to ask you to open your Bibles with me tonight. You don't have your Bible, your iPad, you don't have your iPad, your iPhone. And um, I want to, you to open with me in the book of 2 Corinthians. Chapter 1, I'm sorry, 12, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 through 11. And uh, I've titled my message, Receiving and Releasing the Holy Spirit. 
And I thought about that a while because who am I to release the Holy Spirit? He's God. And I actually thought maybe it's just the gifts of the Spirit. But as I continue to speak, you'll actually see what I mean. You see, the Holy Spirit doesn't need our, our permission for anything. He can just do what He wants to do anytime He wants to do it. But He wants us to surrender to Him. And He wants us to flow with Him. And that is where we, we have the part where, Lord, I'm going to give you permission. Not that God needs our permission. But let me tell you, it works much easier on your flesh when you give God permission. Because He's going to get you where He wants you to be. You might as well just flow with what He has. But I want to receive and release the Holy Spirit. And I know the theme of this, this um 14-hour conference, which starts tonight and ends tomorrow at whenever we're done in the morning, is, uh, is uh, the releasing of the, of the gifts. So I want to ask you to trust the Lord to release the gifts of the Spirit in you. But before I preach, let me read the Word first. And uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 through 11 Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Can somebody just say, Jesus is Lord? There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But listen to this, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom. Here he goes with the gifts now. To the one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy to another discerning of spirits, and to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit, listen to that, one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. Notice the gifts are the manifestation of the Spirit. And it is the one and the same Spirit who works all these things. Can somebody say amen? So Lord, we thank you tonight for your wonderful word. We thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. And I, for one, just want to surrender to you, Lord Jesus. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we surrender unto you right now. And we ask you, Lord that you be Lord over the service. When we said Jesus is Lord, not only have we made you the 
Lord and Savior of our lives. But Lord, we also make you Lord, or rather declare you as Lord over every situation, every circumstance, every moment, and even here tonight, this service, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord, and He's here by the Holy Spirit. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will come, that you will take your Lordship, that you'll take control of this meeting. And God, that Pastor Tim and I and everyone stand, thank you for the words, by the way, brother, but every one of us will just say, Lord, you decrease, but I increase, like John the Baptist said. He must increase, but I must decrease. And the Lord, I've noticed whenever we decrease, the anointing of the Holy Spirit increases, and God has His way in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So the Bible tells us that there... Thank you. Gives you a little more freedom for the P's and D's. All right, sounds great. I thought it was he didn't want to have this anointed spit to, uh, next time he preaches. Where did that come from? <laughs> Amen. So, the Bible says there are nine gifts, and you can actually categorize them in three, three, and three. You know, the voice gifts, the um, power gifts, and the uh, more intellectual in, inner gifts. But I'm just going to run through them briefly here, not in that order, but in the order that the Word gives it to, to us. It says there is the Word of Wisdom. Through the, through the Holy Spirit. Sometimes God will give you a word of wisdom, and you wonder, where did that come from? You know, and you, you know it's not you. You're not that smart. You know, but the Lord is the one who gives you that word of wisdom. That's a gift. How many of you need that gift? Can somebody say amen? Just two of you and the rest of you, that's fine. I understand. Some of us are just more naturally smart than others. But uh, for those three that raise their hands, I appreciate that I'm not alone. Amen. And uh, then the other gift is the word of knowledge. So the word of knowledge is to know something that you don't know by natural means. You know, knowledge is one thing, but what you do with the knowledge is the wisdom. But then there's the, uh, the knowledge. There's sometimes God uh, shows you something that, that nobody told you. You don't know in the natural. That is a gift. And uh, we need that gift of knowledge functioning in the church. And uh, then the next gift over there, out of the nine, is uh, faith. The gift of faith. And you know, there's the faith that comes. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. I mean, when I hear somebody preach about, say, you know, healing or something like that, my faith in that area gets built up. I get stronger in that area. Amen? And, uh, but then there's the gift of faith. It doesn't come by, by hearing the word, but it's a gift of faith that, that I felt it. I'm not, I mean, I'm ministering the healing gifts and so forth. And I've, through 31 years of ministry, really focused much on healing and so forth and other topics. But there are times when I know what I'm functioning in right now is not anything because of experience. This is the Holy Spirit. This is the gift of faith that God just imputed, imparted.
departed in that moment. And then when you're done, you look back and say, man, what was I thinking? I never do that in my own strength. I remember when we were in Venezuela, we had a crusade over there. And uh, just to make a long story short, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, this meeting, I'm going to raise people out of their wheelchairs. And if they don't get, get healed, it's not my problem. I stepped out in faith. You've got to come down from heaven and do something. You, you cannot accuse me of no faith, Lord, because I'm going to pull out all the stops. And you know what? I went out there and I pulled out all the stops. And uh, out of about three or four people that I raised from their wheelchairs, everybody got back in their wheelchair and were carted out of there that evening. I saw no healing miracles in, that, in, in the lame that walked. But you know what? I said, I don't care. It's your reputation that's on the line, not mine. Amen? And I said, Lord, I'm going to do the same in the next meeting. Well, the next meeting came. It was actually in another city. By the way, the Lord did other miracles in that, that crusade. And we had about three or four crusades in this one uh, trip that we had for three weeks in Venezuela. And so I went to the next city. And man, I tell you, we, this time I said, Lord, I'm going to put them on the platform. And uh, so forth. Anyhow, um, so there was this two people that I pulled out of their wheelchairs, and they walked. And God did a wonderful miracle. But I remember the spirit that was on me, the faith that was on me. I knew this is not my own uh, kind of natural faith, not that there's really such a thing, I guess. But it's not because of experience, not because of just the word with all due respect, but this was a gift of faith that functioned on me that evening. And um, I remember this brother, I, I grabbed him, I picked him up, and I saw him starting to shake like this under the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, then I just left him and I turned my head because I don't want to see him fall if he's going to fall. But uh, 45 minutes later, we asking people who was healed of whatever, and they came up for their testimonies. And lo and behold, this man came up. I mean, his legs were that skinny. Amen. And he was all, he's, he's, he was very pale because he had been sick. And he told us, I've been walking up and down all over this soccer field, the baseball field, I forget what it was, all over this place. And, and I've been healed. I could not walk for two years. And... Uh, and the people rejoiced. And I knew that this was the gift of faith. It wasn't me. It was God's Holy Spirit who gave us the gift of faith that night. And to illustrate the fullness of that miracle, it was only later as I went through the video that I saw something that I had not seen in that meeting. And I saw the man in the praise and worship sitting in his in his wheelchair and it was a very special wheelchair one that held his head in place and his feet and all that and my dad is my dad was a very humorous person he's gone to be with the lord but he would say things like that he said don't try it on that that guy he he didn't know this he I was actually healed he said don't try it on that guy he's not gonna it's not gonna work that's just how my dad used to talk but guess what we tried it on that guy 
Except that I didn't know that he was that bad off when I prayed for him. If I knew it, I'd be a little more, more gentle on him. Amen. But I tell you what, the gift of faith was in operation. And he stood up and he walked. And we saw that this was something that gave the Lord praise and glory. Amen. Now, I know him in an old-fashioned Mennonite church here today. But who can give us a Pentecostal hands praise to Jesus here tonight? Hallelujah. Praise God. What a mighty God we serve. This, the God we serve can do the impossible. And all we have to say is, Lord, help thou my unbelief. Lord, come and, and put some faith. How many of you say, Lord, put that gift of faith in me? I'm, I'm going to pray that God will release the gifts of the Spirit in you tonight. Amen. Um, another gift. So to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings, gifts of healings. Now we can talk about why that healings is in the plural, but anyhow, the, there is a healing gift. There is a healing gift. And you see, my friends, there's the prayer of faith that, and, uh, that, and for healing that comes through years of believing God in that area. I, I, believe, I remember when I was a teenager, you know, I got saved when I was 10 and uh, started preaching when I was 12. And I was just on fire for Jesus throughout my teenage years. And I started fasting and praying. One of the big things I asked God for was the healing ministry and the, the miracles and so forth. And um, so it did develop with me over time. But I tell you, there are times when you know this is not the, the development of your life this is the gift of healing. The gift of healing. And we want to ask God, God, release the gift of healing among us. Amen. You know, some people are like, well, we're more of a prophecy church. We're not so much into healing or we're more into salvation or whatever. Let me tell you, my friends, we should have it all. Amen. We should have it all. God wants us to have the fullness of His Spirit. God wants everything that's out there for Him to give us. He, he, he's, he's, a, he's the God who wants to super abundantly bless you and, and load you with benefits and give you all that He has to offer. But do we have the expectancy to receive what He has for us? Oh, my friends, I want everything He wants from me. I don't want to limit God. The book of Psalms says they limited the Holy One of Israel. I don't want to limit the Holy One of Israel. I want to let Him loose. I want to unleash Him in my life. Amen. And I'm going to pray that He'll be unleashed here tonight. Amen. That He will be loosed here tonight. T.D. Jakes also preaches. He says, woman, thou art loosed. We got to be like God. Thou art loosed here tonight. Amen. God's like, thank you. I've been in the straight jacket or, you know, like, it's, we, we act like God's in a straight jacket. He can't move because of our unbelief. But Lord, be thou loosed in our lives. Do miracles. Do signs. Do wonders. Do the impossible in the name of Jesus. Um, Joyce back here, she uh, told us a story. Her dad was a, not a preacher, but a man of God, a man of prayer. And 
And she tell, tells me that when they prayed, the anointing of the Spirit was so strong in their living room. This was back in the 70s or something, I don't know. And, uh, and you know, somebody came and knocked at the door and said, there was a fire on your roof. And uh, they went out and there was no more fire. And they could only say, it must have been the fire of the Holy Spirit that manifested visibly. Oh, won't that be wonderful if that happens in the name of Jesus? I've never seen it happen. But let me tell you, I believe God can do anything. Can somebody say amen? amen. Gifts of healings. And um, another, the working of miracles. Why, why, gifts, why, why gifts of healings, plural? Well, because sometimes some people function in a certain healing ministry more than others. Like some healing, some people are really, God uses them to, 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 so people won't have pain in their bodies. And, and it's just a very special gift that they have, that God removes the pain. Uh, that's one reason. I, I could also say the gifts of healings because of the multitude of sicknesses that are out there and so forth. So, so that is also why the Bible says the gifts of healings. But healings oftentimes have to do with diseases. But then the Bible says, and the gift of miracles. Miracles is, is not so much related to diseases. Miracles are more something that has to do with people who, where God needs to come and do a, a mighty miracle in their life. You know, for example, if somebody is, uh, has a, was in a car accident and they can't walk and God heals them, I see that as a miracle it's related to healing, but it's not so much a healing of a disease. It's a miracle. And how many of you believe God can still do creative miracles? Cre creative miracles. Amen. I remember Heidi and I, we were out there in uh, Latitz, Pennsylvania. There outside of Lancaster. And we had a great revival. A revival defined as just series of meetings where God is let loose and we're having church and, and we're pulling out all the stops. Amen. And we were having a wonderful revival. And uh, after the service, I, I, I just like to enjoy a cup of tea. So, so we, went to, we went to the gas station, the Shore Stop, one of the best tea places in Latitz. And... Uh, and Heidi went in while I was in the car. I don't know why it was the other way around. But, and she stayed in there a little longer than normal. And uh, she finally came in with two styrofoam cups and uh, the most horrible tea that you ever could. Have. But I'm going to have my tea tonight before I go to bed. I'm half British. Amen. God save the king. Amen. But whatever. So, so anyhow, so Heidi tells me, the counter guy, his name was Matt, and she said to him, you know, um, we're having a revival. Why don't you come to the revival? And he said, um, you know what? He bought a suit for, that's when you people used to still go to church in suits. Amen. He bought a suit and, uh, for a wedding, and he, he, he only wore it once for this wedding, 
and he's been looking for an excuse to wear it again. So he's going to come to our revival, and he'll come the next day because he's off duty or something. So uh, Heidi told me that. Now, you know people oftentimes says they'll come and they don't, but he said he would come. And there was a, uh, so, so, so when the next shift came in, uh, what was her name? It'll come to me as I talk, but the, the girl came in and he said, guess what I'm doing tomorrow? She says, what? I'm going to church. And he tells about this Heidi and all that. And, and she was, I can't believe Matt that you're going to go to church. So, so she says, I, I want to go. And she called her boyfriend, whose name was Andy. And she said, Get, you won't believe what I just heard. He said, what? He said, Andy is, I mean, Matt is going to go to church tomorrow in his suit that he got for the wedding. And Andy was like, I can't believe that. Matt with the tattoos and the long hair and all that. And uh, so they said, okay. And, and then the brother, Andy's brother said, I also want to see this phenomenon. And he also went, he's going to join us the next day. So the next day, they're all there in the front row. Matt and Andy and the girl and, and, uh, and, and the, so forth. And uh, man, it was, it was glorious. The fire of the Holy Ghost was moving. My coattail literally was on fire. Amen. I, I mean, the glory of the Lord. We, we were having church. And I remember... Matt's jacket come off, and then his tie went loose, and then his shirt hung out, and uh, finally, uh, you know, he actually left the meeting, and uh, I, I, I don't know what the rest of his story was. I heard a few other things. He actually got stabbed uh, later on that month, but the pastor was there for him and went to visit him in the hospital, so, so he had a spiritual connection, but I don't know how his life was after that. He was saved or whatever. But I tell you about Andy. So Andy was there. And Andy was Catholic. Not anything against the Catholics. But he didn't know anything about salvation at all. And he received Jesus that day. And I remember we prayed for him. The pastor uh, whose parents was actually um, uh, Amish. But the, but, but, uh, the pastor, um, uh, Schmucker is that his last name? took his hands and he, and he, and he touched his, Andy's hands and Andy went down under the power of God. And I, I, I knew that, that God is moving here when the, when the former Amish are laying hands on the former Catholics and the power of God's all over the place. You know, you just know this is, something's happening. So, so God was touching him. And at some point in the other meetings, we were praying for the sick and for miracles and healing. So I said to, to Andy, I said, Andy, what do you need from Jesus? Because he was also in the row. He said, um, well, he's, he's actually deaf in his one ear, but that's not what he needs healing uh, for. It's just the pain because pus was running out of the ear. And he was always in pain. So he said, he just needs healing from, from the pus and from the pain. It's embarrassing to have the pus run out. And then he has this pain in his ear. He doesn't have to hear. He doesn't care about that uh, as much as the pain. So I said, well, we'll pray for the person. We'll pray for the, for, the, um, for, 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 for the pain to leave. But Andy 
God can heal you. And so we prayed for him. And uh, I prayed like my life depended on it. Amen. I prayed, Lord, open this deaf ear in the name of Jesus. And, uh, you know, after, after we were done, his eyes popped open. I said, we closed his good ear. And he said, you could hear out of the deaf ear. I said, hold on, stand here. Look that way. I stood behind him. I said, can you hear me? And then every time I clapped, I said, you clap once. And I did three times. He did three times with his ear, other ear closed. That way we knew that he wasn't just lip talking, lip reading. He was healed. So I went all the back. Eventually, I actually went out of the door of the, of the, into the foyer. And I said, can you hear me? And he was still hearing. And it was wonderful. Now, that was not the first time I've seen a deaf ear open. We've, not everybody I pray for are healed. But we've seen many, I mean, if you really focus on it, you dare to believe God, somewhere you're going to see something happen. Amen. So I I thank God for the miracle. Uh, Made one more stop at the shore stop and head on home to good old Delaware. About six weeks later, I get a call from the girl, Andy's girlfriend. She says, you know, that miracle was wonderful. That was a wonderful miracle, she said. And I was like, yeah, praise God, it was wonderful. And uh, about the healing of the, the deaf ear. She said, but no, 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 you don't understand. Andy did not have an eardrum in that ear. Did not have an eardrum. So he went back to the doctor and said, doctor, I can hear out of this ear. And the doctor said, you can't hear out of this ear. Because you don't have an eardrum in this ear. And he said, I don't know if eardrum or not, but I can hear out of that ear. Well, the doctor said, well, we'll have to check you out. This is a serious condition. When you start hearing without an eardrum. I mean, he didn't say that. I'm just adding to the story, make it interesting. <laughs> so, so he said, uh, let's check it out. So they checked it out. He said, I don't know if we diagnosed you wrong before or what, but there's an eardrum in there now. Hallelujah! 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 He's a God of miracles! He can do exceedingly beyond that we can ask or think. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So God opened that eardrum. For me, that was not as much a gift of healing. That was the gift of miracles. That was a creative miracle. Man, I would like to see the the big stuff happened one day. Amen. The big stuff. The Smith Wigglesworth type stuff. Have you ever heard of Smith Wigglesworth? Yeah, he was an old British evangelist. He was a plumber until he was 49 years old. And then he entered the ministry. And God started healing people through his ministry. And you can read his books and everything. But let me tell you this one. I mean... I haven't seen a thing like this, so I'm just telling you what I read, and there's no reason for me not to believe that. But the man had a wooden foot, and Smith Wigglesworth prayed for him that God would give him a real foot. And I'm making a long story short, so he he finally went uh, to the doctor, uh, not the doctor, but wherever they uh, he bought to um, buy to 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 the to buy shoes. And uh, when he got there. He said, I need a, a, a pair of shoes. 
And uh, the guy said, what number? And I actually think now both of them were wooden. And he said, well, I don't know. Um, and, and he showed him his wooden feet. He said, sorry, sir, we don't, we don't, give, we don't sell f- shoes for uh, this situation. And he said, um, well, just make it a size 10 or 11 or something. He just picked his size. So he, he, he went and he, he bought these shoes. And when he put the shoes on, the wood changed to flesh. Now, there's no reason Smith Wigglesworth will make this up. He's too much of a man of honor and, 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 a, and a, a man who fears God. But that's not the only time I've heard things like that. And I'm sure you've heard things like that. Somebody's like, that's far out. Friends, we serve a far out God. Amen. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. If you can think it, He can do more than you can ask or think. Hallelujah! We just need to start asking Him for greater things in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Man, I feel the spirit of faith coming in here tonight. Hallelujah! Praise God! The gift of miracles. The gift of miracles. I mean, you might even already be healed. You don't have to wait for us to lay hands on you. Amen. Let the Holy Spirit lay hands on you. Does the Holy Spirit have hands? He's a person, ain't he? He's a person. He's the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's a person. And Jesus, the Son of God, is seated at the right hand of God. But He says, Behold, I am with you always. So how is He with us? He's, he's not there like my thoughts and prayers are with you. Come on, somebody. He is here with us. How? By the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. He's here with us. And He's still in the miracle working business. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. Amen. There's nothing He cannot do. Amen. There's nothing He cannot do. Hallelujah. You cannot out-pray God. Amen. Try and make your prayers big enough. And think that he cannot do it. No, he can do it. He can do anything. There's nothing that my God cannot do. Dare to believe the Lord. Dare to believe our God. Please, my friends. And please, Lord Jesus. If I'm guilty of a lot of things, let me not be guilty of what the Israelites were guilty of in the book of Psalms, where it said they limited the Holy One of Israel. Oh, let me be accused of that he he was pushing God too far. Amen. Let me be accused of he was tempting God. Let me be accused of that man, he, he was crazy. That's all right. Crazy faith. We need some more crazy faith but please let me not be 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 told that you limited the holy one of israel let me put my mennonite uh, attitude back into the service 
By the way, I, I'm just kidding about the Mennonite. I love the Mennonite. Everything. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, woo! Thank you, Jesus. And to another prophecy. Prophecy. Stand over here, man. The other day I went to church over here about two months ago, and I, I, I came up here, and, uh, and, and Stan ministered me prophetically, and then he said, does anything of this make sense? I said, you hit the nail on the head like seven times. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God for the gift of prophecy. That was probably a word of knowledge too and everything. How many of you know the different gifts? They flow together and they're connected. Praise God. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was preaching in Baltimore. And I, I, uh, after the service, you know, somebody uh, said, could you bring a, give a, a word because I was prophesying. Uh, you know, I don't know when I go to service, am I going to be prophesying? Am I going to be healing? Am I going to salvation? You know, so, sometimes I have an idea. But most of the time, I'm like, Lord, whatever you want to do, just do it. I'll just get stand out of the way. But a couple of weeks back in Baltimore, I was prophesying over everybody. The entire church, all nine of them. Amen. All nine of them. And, uh, and so, so I prophesied. But then the lady came to me afterwards with a phone. And she said, could you prophesy, give a word for my... my, my um, my uh, husband, he's, uh, and, uh, he's not here, he's working. And uh, I said, sure, and she recorded. And um, she showed me a picture of him. So I started prophesying, but I closed my eyes. I saw, I saw a vision, and I saw this panda bear. And then my mind went to the movie. I told this day, I'm not sure if I ever saw the movie, but there's like a kung fu panda, yeah. something like that. Amen. So... So I, I said, and, I, and I, as I'm talking, I have, I have no idea why I'm heading this way. And I'm saying, I see this kung fu panda, a panda bit first, and then this kung fu. And I start talking about how this panda does things with ease. You know, he, from, the, from the little that I saw of the video, I guess, with my kids when the, 20 years ago or something, uh, kung fu panda did things easy. You know, you, you have all these other guys with lots of tricks. And the kung fu is just like chubby, and he just like, boom, boom, you know, it's very good, play for your children's church sometime, amen, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding, but so, so I, and I went on and on, I said, and one of the things, among others, was I told the, 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 the man on the phone on the other side, uh, as, I was, as she was recording, that uh, you know, God is giving you this, this ease, uh, you know, that you will discern the things of the Spirit, and I went on, a long story about that, and uh, and you know what? She said, you know, let me just tell you, thank you for that word and everything you said, they were spot on. But I just want you to know that I call him my panda. That's, that's my name that I always call him, my panda. And she said, and I have a tattoo of a panda on my leg uh, in honor of him, you know. That's how much she loves him. She put uh, a tattoo of a panda on his leg. And they said the Kung Fu Panda is their favorite thing to watch uh, a while back when they watched it. And she went on and on. Now, just imagine if I was like, Lord, don't be silly. Give me some, some John the Baptist type prophecy. You know, Lord, give me some Ezekiel, something that sounds like he came straight out of the book of Ezekiel. 
give me something that sounds like Stan. Brother Stan, amen. But, but yeah, I'm talking about Kung Fu Pandas. And little did I know that that's the language they needed to hear to know it was God that was speaking. Amen. Give the Lord another hand of praise. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And another discerning of spirits. Another discerning of spirits. You know, that, that's an important one that we don't think of a lot. The discerning of spirits. Let me tell you, my friends, uh, I can think of hundreds of examples. But don't believe everything you hear. <clears throat> but don't be so, so worried either. You know, people get so worried that, 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 uh, that somebody's functioning in a different spirit than the Holy Spirit. If you, if you live in fear, you're never going to receive anything from the Lord. But, but let me tell you, the gifts of the Spirit are, you, you can feel the Holy Spirit in them. You can send the Holy Spirit in them. And I, I, I speak in tongues. I speak a lot in tongues. And I believe it's a powerful gift for the body of Christ. I'll mention something in a moment. But this, I remember my uncle had a crusade. He was an evangelist. He went to be the, with the Lord last year. And or was it this year? Yeah, time flies so quick. It was this year. So he, he went to be with the Lord. But when he had a crusade, when he was a young man in, in the drill hall in Cape Town, South Africa, after the service, I remember this was caught up in tape, and this demonic voice was coming out of a, a person. And this demonic voice was telling people, <laughs> he says, I love you all. I am the Lord. I love you all. And uh, he even spoke in tongues. But you could clearly tell that those tongues were not the tongues that are inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now, again, don't be all spooky and worried and whatever, you know. Uh, but, but you can clearly tell this was not God. He spoke in tongues and he even prophesied and told people. He said, I love you all. Then he turned to the man of God, but not him. He said, this, this man, is, I've, I've left him. I, the Lord, has, have left this man, talking about my uncle, the evangelist. And have we read in the Bible about the girl with a soothsaying spirit? She was walking behind Paul, the apostle, for days. It shows you sometimes it takes time. Paul, the apostle himself, it took a few days for him to latch on. But she kept for days walking, saying, these men are servants of the Most High God, she said. And... Uh, but the reason for them, she's saying that, is because she, she was a soothsayer. And by the devil, acting like Paul, and was it Silas or Barnabas? I forget which one was with him. But was it Barnabas? So they, they we're on the same side. The soothsaying spirit was giving the impression that we're on the same side. So don't believe any spirit. But suddenly, Paul the apostle sensed it. And he turned to her and rebuked the spirit in her. And the spirit came out. And God delivered that, that girl, the discerning of spirits. Let me say something else real quick since I'm meddling already. Let me tell you what really gets me. What really gets me. I mean, I believe in the gifts of the spirit. I believe in the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. But when you start mixing the things of God 
with the things of the enemy, or you get that close to it. For example, where they were talking, there's this Christian tarot cards. They don't call them Christian. They were like angel cards or something. They print out these cards of angels and whatever else, and then they do something with it. I don't know how it works, and then they tell you, okay, the Lord would say unto you, according to this card, that you're going through a lot of hard times, and all that. What nonsense! What nonsense! What nonsense! Discerning of spirits. Then you get these people. You know, the Bible tells us about Elisha, and he died. And uh, a while afterward, the Moabites came into the land, and the Israelites were burying a man. And when they saw the Moabites coming, thank you, brother. You're the only guy I know who will go to heaven on good works. <laughs> Praise God. So, um, so anyhow, he says, so, so, so the Moabites coming to the country. And they don't have enough time to bury this man who just died. You know, he was in the war. And so what they did was they just chucked him into Elisha's sepulcher. This is in the Bible, Old Testament. Chucked him in Elisha's sepulcher. Probably said, we'll come back later and get him out and give him another proper burial. But threw him into Elisha's sepulcher. And the Bible says, as soon as the dead man's body touched the bones of Elisha, he revived. Amen. This is the sound of dead bones rattling. <laughs> Amen. So, so God can do that. And I would even think that there's more power in some dead people's bones like Elijah or Smith Wigglesworth or somebody like that than some people living today. Amen. But listen, though that's a biblical concept, don't go make a spiritual thing about this. And then you have the, this group of people who go to all the men and women of God's graves. They've gone to John G. Lake's grave, and they go, they can't dig him out, but they lay there on the grave. And as for the anointing, as in his bones, to enter them, that's not from God. Amen. Stop being an idiot. Amen. I'm not calling you an idiot. I'm just saying don't be one. You might be accused of being an idiot. But I'm not going to be the one. That's why I'm telling you don't be an idiot. Amen. Hallelujah. And when I die and any of you try and do that to my grave, I'm coming out of there. I'm going to slap you with my skeleton. <laughs> You'll hear... Dead man's bones rattling. But listen, my friends. They, you should use some discernment. That's all I'm saying. And sometimes you just need the discernment from the Lord. They need the discernment of the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm having fun here tonight. And, to, uh, and different kinds of tongues. And also the interpretation of tongues. That's gift number eight and gift number nine. I believe in tongues. I believe in tongues. Now, there's a debate whether tongues is the initial evidence of the baptism in the Holy Ghost or is the gift that follows. All I know is whatever it is, reach out and receive it in Jesus' name. 
you don't have to have all your theological eyes dotted and T's crossed. Just say, Lord, whatever you have for me, I want to receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And I guess there's three different kinds of tongues from what I've, you know, I mean, with the, the tongues are accompanied with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm not necessarily saying it's the initial evidence, but you see it in the Bible where there was the outpouring of the Spirit and received the, 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 the baptism in the Holy Spirit with that tongue manifestation. Then there's also the gift of tongues where you give a tongue and it gets interpreted in English or whatever your language is so people can hear what the Lord would say unto the body. And then there's the prayer language that doesn't have to be interpreted as you praying to the Lord. Three different kinds of tongues. And then the Bible says interpretation of tongues. Praise God for the interpretation of tongues. How many of you know Oral Roberts? I had the honor of actually, just before he died, Heidi and I met him. Well, let me, let me make a short story even longer. So Heidi and I, 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 I dreamt that, that Oral Roberts was, was, was singing, and his wife Evelyn was singing in my little home church in South Africa. And when he was done, everybody got up and clapped hands and rejoiced and Heidi and I were sitting kind of where we're sitting right now, about that second row. I was sitting down there, and everybody stood up, and Heidi and I just sat. But in my mind, I knew I'm about to go up there and preach now. So I woke up, and I'm like, what for a dream is this? And I just knew God's just showing me that, that there's a new generation of uh, healing evangelists that's, that God's raising up. The old guard is is, is uh, closing up their part of their, uh, their ministries and, and God's raising new people. And I want to be part of it. So I actually, that week I thought he's going to die. But he, he still lived for a few years. And one day Heidi and I and our kids in our travel trailer were preaching all across the country. From here to California. And when I got to Texas, a lady asked me, I used to work with Oral Roberts. Would you like to meet him? And I said, yes. And she put it together when we got to California. Heidi and I went to, to meet him. He laid hands on us. And after about another four months, he died and went to be with the Lord. I'm like, wow, that is just crazy how, how God's, uh, God, God does all these things. So that's just for free. It's got nothing to do with our message. But that, for me, that was really great. But what does it have to do with my... So Oral Roberts, he's a healing evangelist. Healing evangelists know nothing about building universities. Amen? Uh, so God told Oral Roberts to build a university. And he said, Lord, I don't know how to build a university. And he, and, and he said, this is what he did. He said, he built the university with tongues and interpretation of tongues. He said, what he did was every day... He would pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. And then the Lord, he would interpret to his mind himself what he just prayed in tongues. Because 1 Corinthians 14 says, in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So, so he spoke mysteries that the Holy Spirit is, you know, the Holy Spirit is flowing through you and speaking things. We have to see what are you saying, Holy Spirit. So he'd interpret the tongues into English. And then... 
He would do what God just told him in tongues and the interpretation. And that is a ORU was born. A D1 college out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Great honorable college. Praise God. Tongues and interpretation. And I can't tell you how many times. I didn't know what to do. But I said, Lord, if R. Roberts could build a university on tongues and interpretation, I can get through my questions that I have right now. And I would pray in tongues and interpret it either in my mind or with my own mouth. And let me tell you, it's been amazing what comes out of your mouth. And God speaks to you that way. Well, that was my introduction. We shall now begin with a message. Hallelujah. Okay. So I'm basically going to close now. <coughs> yes, you can. I don't know if I'm smart enough to answer it, but... Uh, can you give us one example of something that you said to your airline Yes. The first one that comes into my mind is my maps. You remember in the old days when we didn't have GPSs? And uh, we had maps, Rand McNally maps. And... Uh, I, I didn't know where my maps were, and, I'm, and I need the maps because I'm a traveling evangelist, and I've got to find the maps. And I spoke in tongues, and I interpreted it to my mind, and I found the Lord showed me about my maps. And in my own knowledge, I, I would not be able to pinpoint it. And there was another time, and I'm trying to remember what it, what it was that I lost but the Lord, I, I, asked, I said, okay, I'm going to go pray in tongues and interpret it. And I'm trying to remember what it was, but I'll probably remember what I'm, I should probably should pray in tongues and ask the Lord what it was again. But I went and I, I prayed. And then as I prayed in tongues, I saw a vision. And I saw a black bag. And, 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 and I, I went to that bag and I unzipped the bag. And there it was. My goodness, what it was. So it was really practical stuff. Practical stuff. Um, but no, the Lord has not shown me when the second coming is as yet, or who the Antichrist is. <laughs> Amen. So, my friends, these are the gifts of the Spirit. But listen, I told you I'm going to preach on, and this is it, uh, receiving and releasing the Holy Spirit. So, as we close, please look at this, this verse. Look at verse 7. It said, but the manifestation of the Spirit. So when it speaks of the gifts, it said it's the manifestation of the Spirit. What are the gifts? It is the manifestation of the Spirit. Who dwells in you? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Jesus dwells on, in, on the inside of you by the Holy Spirit. And my brothers and sisters... The Bible says in the book of Luke, listen, uh, that was the life of Jesus. Then we get to the book of Acts. Who wrote the book of Acts? It was Luke. And in the book of Acts, if you read the beginning, it says, My former treaty, O Theophilus, I wrote about the things that Jesus began to do and teach. So the book of Luke was the first treaty, and the book of Acts was the second treaty. And so when he said in the book of Acts, my former treaty, O Theophilus, it was about what Jesus began to do and teach. So if the book of Luke is 
what Jesus began to do and teach. What is the book of Acts? It's what Jesus continues to do and teach. Except that Jesus is now seated in heaven on his glorious throne. But the Lord is working with the disciples, the apostles, confirming the word with signs following. And Jesus is still here today. If I'd ask you today, please open your Bibles in the book of Acts chapter 29. You'll see that there's only Acts chapter 28. I've done that before and everybody's like, I don't have a 29. Because all the other ones, have you read the Bible? Finally, my brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you and say hi to everybody. But in the book of Acts, <laughs> in the book of Acts, it's just like, Urgh! actually, it doesn't even do that. It's just like, it keeps going and it just, you don't know where it went. It just like continues. That's exactly the point. We are living in the book of Acts 29 right now. Acts 29 has been written for 2,000 years. Hallelujah. And throughout history, we continue to live the book of Acts. Praise God, because the former treaty, the book of Luke, is what Jesus began to do and teach. In the book of Acts, Jesus continues to do and teach through the apostles and the early church. And in 2022, Jesus continues to do and teach through you, through me. He's continuing through the gifts of the Holy Ghost. That's why the Bible calls the gifts the manifestation of the Spirit. Christ is in you. Jesus speaks through us. Jesus heals through us. Jesus touches through us. And verse 11 says, But one and the same Spirit works all these things. See there again? One and the same Spirit. One and the same Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that is working and manifesting Himself. And I'm saying, Lord, please manifest Yourself through me. Why? Because I know myself. You know, you know not every one of you may be as qualified as I am for the ministry. I say that tongue-in-cheek because... I've seen the qualifications in the book of Corinthians. Not many of you uh, were smart and able, but God used the weak things of this world to, to, to bring to naught the mighty. God used the foolish things of this world to, 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 to yeah, you know how that scripture goes. I'm like, Lord, thank you. I'm overqualified. I'm weak. I'm foolish. I, 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 I mess up. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching good right now. You better, better, better believe that. This is good preaching right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Aren't you happy that sometimes you don't know what to do and where to do it? You know your own inability. And God's like, that's the person I want. That's the kind of person I want. One Somebody says, I cannot do it in my own power. I need the Holy Spirit of the living God to come and move through me. Give the Lord another hand of praise, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a mighty God and He's manifesting His Holy Ghost in your and my life. Woo, I feel a preaching anointing. I could go another hour, but I want to pray right now. Thank you, Lord. Woo, 
Give the Lord another praise. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Lord, I thank you so much for the wonderful presence of God that is in this house here tonight. Lord, I thank you for the wonderful work that Pastor Tim and Carrie are doing. And Lord, for the team with Linda and Stan and others in this church and others that I don't know everybody's names and I don't need to because they know who they are, Lord. Thank you for this church and the, and the, and the support group that's leading this church to greater things. And Lord, I, I'm just here to just flow in what the Spirit is already doing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the great plans that you have for Gateway. Thank you for the great plans that you have for this ministry. Oh, God, and I thank you for this series of meetings, though it's just this evening and tomorrow morning. But Lord, thank you that you're doing it at such a time as this. Thank you that you're doing something for such a time as this. And God, I, I, I believe that you planned the meetings to, to be here because you're going to use these meetings to just f fall into place with what God's already doing and what God is going to do. Father, thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Father. Thank you for your spirit in this place. Oh, won't you just for a moment love on Jesus? Oh, won't you just for a moment talk to your Lord Jesus? Thank you, God, for your spirit. Thank you, God, for your anointing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit of the living God. Oh, let God just touch you tonight. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, let's just receive from Him tonight. We receive from You, Lord. We receive from You, Jesus. Ooh, bless Your name. Bless Your name. Bless Your name. Oh, hallelujah. I just feel the, the Holy Spirit is bringing a hunger and a thirst into some of your lives. Some of you have already been hungry and thirsty, but you, you, you don't know what's going to hit you. You're going to be so hungry and thirsty. You're going to pray like there's no tomorrow. You're going to seek God. You're going to seek Him with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength. Mm, that, that, that grace is coming upon you even now. The grace is coming upon you even now. These beautiful young people, I see you all over the place. Uh, thank you for being here, young people. You could have been somewhere else perhaps, but we know you can't because dad and mom are going to have you here, like it or not. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. 
Let me tell you something, young people. God's going to do a great thing in your lives. He's going to do a great thing. He's stirring you. He's, he's doing something in your soul, young people. Doing something in your soul. And, and, and you're going to be hungry and thirsty for God. God's going to do great things in your lives. Thank you, young people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for you being here tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless your name, O oh God. Bless your name, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, just take a moment to talk to your Jesus. Take a moment to love on your Lord Jesus. There's nobody like him. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. And he's just the same as his holy name. That's the reason why I love him so. For Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Praise God. Well, we, what we're going to do is we're going to pray over you in a couple of moments that God will release upon you the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to ask that those gifts will manifest because it's the Holy Spirit in you that's going to manifest. All the gifts are just the person of the Holy Spirit manifesting through you. And we're going to ask God to, to do that in your life. But you know, before we do that, I, I, want, to, I, want, to, I want to ask, if you today want to make your life right with God, I want you to, in a moment, just raise your hand so I can see it. But let me just tell you what I mean. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm not asking if you were raised in church. I'm not asking if you even have, you know, godly parents. You've got to know the Lord for your own self. You have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior for your own self. You can't go to heaven on the faith of your parents or the faith of your pastor or friends or on their merit. You cannot go to heaven just because you've Lived your life, you've always come to church. The Bible says you must be born again. You have to call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. You have to confess Jesus as Lord and have to confess that He died for you on the cross and rose from the dead and then experience the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit come into your life and change you. So, in a moment, I'm going to ask you, if that's you, if you want to accept Jesus Christ and get your life right with God, that you'll raise your hand, but there's another part of this. Maybe you already did that, but you have wandering, you've been wandering away from the Lord. And tonight you're coming back like the prodigal son, coming back to your father's house. Or maybe you're not living a full-blown backslidden life, but maybe you have... Things in your life that don't please God. There may be things that you do and say and live at home that don't please God. I'm not saying this to condemn you. I'm just saying we cannot allow sin in our lives. We must live a sanctified life 
No, we're not perfect, but, but we cannot harbor sin in our lives. We have to let the Lord deal with it and take us to the next level of purity and holiness. So that's you. I'm going to also ask you if you would raise your hand. So, so if you have never accepted Jesus or you were, have backslidden or you have sin in your life that you want to repent of and get, just get right with God, if that's you, wouldn't you just raise your hand so I can see it? Thank you so much. I see a hand. I see another hand. Thank you. Three hands, four hands. Thank you so much. Keep it up so I can make sure I count them all. Four hands. Anybody else? Maybe there's something in your life that doesn't please God. And you want to lay it at the altar today and say, I want to get right with God. Won't you just raise your hand right now? Thank you. I see another hand. Thank you so very much. Number five. Keep them up. Just I'll let you them down in a minute. I just want to make sure I don't miss anybody. To anybody else, anybody else. Okay, you can put your hands down. Thank you so much. And I want to ask you to pray this prayer. It's not a magic prayer. It's just a word. I'm just going to help you with a, with a prayer that I pray. And I want you to repeat it. And what I'm going to ask is that everybody in this place will pray it, just to make those who, who, who need to pray the prayer that they don't feel alone. Amen. Are you ready, everybody? Let's all pray together. I'll touch on all three of these. And, and even if, if you've been, you already were saved, it's good to be reminded why are you saved. You know, it's what you already did and accepted Jesus. So let's all pray together. Say, dear God, I am a sinner, and I cannot save myself. I need a Savior, and His name is Jesus. And there's only one name given among men by whom we can be saved. And that name is Jesus, the only way to the Father, the way, the truth, and the life. I need Jesus. Lord Jesus, I confess with my mouth, I believe with my heart that Jesus is my Lord, that Jesus died for me on the cross, that Jesus rose from the dead, I confess it with my mouth, I believe it with my heart, and I call upon the name of the Lord, and I shall be saved. Say, O Lord Jesus, cause me to be born again. Make me a new creature. Let the old things pass away. Let all things become new. Lord, if I'm a backslider, I repent of my backslidings. And I come back to Jesus. I come back to the cross. I ask you for forgiveness, Lord. I'm not worthy. I've sinned against heaven and against you. Thank you, Lord, that you accept me as your own son, as your own daughter. And Lord, if I have sin in my life, I repent of those sin right now. I repent right now, Lord. There's something in my life that doesn't please God. I mean, I'm laying it on the altar. And I ask you, Lord, let the fire of God burn my sin out of my life. Bring me to a place of purity and holiness. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're doing that in my life right now. In Jesus' name. Now just receive it. If you prayed that prayer, let me tell you, I... I'm not, uh, what I just prayed was not just me 
It was the Word. Everything I prayed there is, is, is comes from the Bible. And I've got God's Word on it. You are saved. <laughs> you are he- forgiven. Hallelujah. You are restored to the Master. Praise God. Your sins have been washed away and burned up by the fire of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Give God a praise, somebody. Give God a praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, who wants the gifts of the Holy Spirit in your life? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Got both hands up there. Praise the Lord. Well, let's all stand, everybody. And we're going to ask that God will release those gifts upon you. Just raise those hands to the Master. Lord, you see your dear people that want the gifts of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And God, we need those gifts. Because you would not have given us those gifts if they were unimportant. Oh, it's easy to say, well, I only preach salvation. And Lord, salvation is the greatest thing ever. Nothing compares to it. But Lord, who said we have to limit you to salvation? And we thank you for salvation. We thank you for the message of the cross. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus and the Lamb of God and His precious blood. But we also thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you bestow upon us. All the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Lord, right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will release the gifts of the Spirit upon your people. I pray, Lord, that there will be people here that have never healed a sick person, as Jesus heals them anyhow, but for the sake of my, my talk here, never healed a sick person in their lives. But, Lord, they're, they're going to see miracles. They're going to see healing. The miracle power of God is going to start moving through some people here. In the name of Jesus, there are people who have never brought a prophetic word in their lives. Lord, you're going to start speaking to them, and they'll start, God will use them. They'll start speaking prophetic words. God, the, the gifts of knowledge and, and, and wisdom is going to be manifested. Oh God, all these gifts, every one of them, they will be manifested in the name of Jesus. They will be manifested in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that everyone here will receive and release the Holy Ghost who's on the inside of them. That the gifts of the Spirit will manifest in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just repeat after me, please. Say, Lord, here I am. Use me. Lord, I'm a broken vessel. But I ask you, Lord, use me. Use me. I ask you, Lord, let the gifts of the Holy Spirit begin to manifest in me. And I will give you the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Now, with your hands raised, just stay in that spirit. I'm going to ask that the Holy Ghost will just touch you. You know, sometimes it feels like fire just came on you. I feel it a lot, especially in a service like this. Suddenly you just switch from one moment to another, and you know God is in the house. 
Amen. He's, he's here anyhow whether you feel him or not. But he's in the house. And I want to pray that that fire will come upon you. That there'll be that heat of the Holy Ghost that comes upon you. Oh, that the Holy Ghost on the inside of you will begin to manifest through you. That he'll look through your eyes. That he'll talk through your mouth. But you know, God can only do through you what he does to you. Hallelujah. So right now I'm asking that the Spirit of God will come upon you. You know, sometimes you feel a trembling feeling in your body. You might not feel the heat, but you can feel like a tremble. A, a tremble. A tremble of the Holy Spirit, like, a, like soft electricity. Going right through your being, right through your body. And I'm going to ask that that will manifest. And I'll really start seeing it on some people. I can see the Holy Spirit starting to manifest on some of you. So don't, don't lose out right now. Just say, Lord, pass me not by, blessed Savior. Let me be touched by you tonight. Let the fire of God touch me. Let the fire of God touch me. Let the glory of God touch me tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. You know, and when the Spirit moves on you, start yielding to that. Don't resist the Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't be concerned that if I, if I, if I let, let it all go, that I'm going to embarrass myself. We're all family here. You won't be embarrassed. You, you, we, we, if, if that's an issue, maybe you need to be embarrassed. Amen. So we can get out of our own, you know, looking at how, how we look towards people. We, people don't care. What, what we care about is God doing something in you. Everyone in this place wants you to experience God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Jesus, you breathed on your disciples and said, Receive the Holy Ghost. And God, I just want to stand in your shoes right now and just breathe on your people and say, Receive the Holy Ghost. <sighs> In Jesus' name, one more time. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, keep reaching out. Keep receiving. Keep receiving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. I, I just see it getting stronger and stronger on, on you, sister. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that Spirit of the living God. Thank you for the Spirit of the living God. Thank you for the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. That was the Holy Spirit. She just fell under the power of God. But I could see before it happened that she was, the Spirit was starting to move on her. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, reach out and receive from Him right now. Thank you, God, for what you're about to do. 
And, and then with God, you're going to move here. You're going to touch people. You're already touching people. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. I'm going to come back to you in a minute, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for touching my sister today. In the mighty name of Jesus, fire of God. Fire of God on her, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Oh, I see it on you. I see it on you. In the name of Jesus, fire of God. That's the Holy Ghost on you. You felt that. You felt that. Lord, give him more. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There it is. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Excuse me, I'm old King James sometimes. I know it's Holy Spirit and the new King James. I do them both. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, same thing. Same person. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, receive from the Lord right now. Don't let me have to come out to you. Just receive directly from Jesus. Yes, I have a gift that I can minister to you, but hey... Jesus is the one you need to connect with. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's right, sister. Just receive. Just receive. Thank you, Jesus. That's the Holy Ghost on you right there. Fire of God on him, Lord. In the name of Jesus. That's the Holy Ghost on you, brother. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to ask you a question. Don't look up at me. I'm just asking you a question. How how hungry are you for God? How thirsty are you for God? Because the Bible says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they, not somebody else, they will be filled. If you truly hunger and thirst after righteousness and the gifts of the Spirit and the fire of God, you will not be disappointed. But you will be disappointed if you resist the Spirit and grieve not the Holy Ghost, the Bible says. Come on, raise those hands. Say, Lord, touch me tonight. (laughs) Touch me tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Touch me tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. 
more Lord, more Lord. We'll be done here with this in a few minutes, uh, not even that long maybe, and we're going to pray for some sick and so forth. But let me tell you, this moment, don't let it pass you by. Don't let it pass you by. Come, Holy Ghost. Come, Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love these young people. I'll get to you in a minute. I just want to start over here. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing. Thank you for the fire of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Ooh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You feel that, don't you? That's the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That's the Holy Ghost on you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, just a couple of more minutes here. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for Sandra over here, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, touch her, Father. Fire of God on her, Lord. Fire of God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, fire of God, Lord. Fire of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fire of God on my brother, Lord. Woo, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for your fire on my sister. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of God on her, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I feel like I'm walking on clouds over here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, do such a mighty work in her, Lord, that she'll be up like 6 a.m. to make coffee for her husband. (laughs) By 6.30, breakfast is ready. His shoes are polished. All his clothes all pressed. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you. I saw you were receiving that, brother. You were like, yes, Lord, that's, that's God. That's God. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated, everyone. <laughs> Just keep those hands raised for a moment. Thank you, Lord. There we go. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Just a moment. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Woo! Healing. Emotional healing. <laughs> Jesus, 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 thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Oh, I love it. <laughs> How many of you feel the Holy Spirit in this house? <laughs> oh, man. Praise God. The poor Sunday morning crowd, they're not going to know what hit them when this bunch comes in there tomorrow morning. Thank you, Jesus. I know you're part of the Sunday morning crowd. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I want to just pray for a couple of sick folk before we go, before we conclude this service. Anybody need healing? Just raise your hand. Praise God. Quite a few of you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I was drawn to the sister with a pink. Uh, what's wrong with you, sister? What do you need from the Lord? Will you come here? Can I pray for you up here? Thank you, Jesus. Problems with your back and your hip. Well, he's a healing Jesus. Oh, I just feel faith in this place. It's like the atmosphere is just charged. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Just place me, if you will. So your your back and your hip. Yes. How long have you had that? Um, 2016, they said I had two discs that were deteriorating and two that were bulging. And I also have narrowing. Well... Raise your hands to Jesus, will you? Lord, I pray for my sister tonight. There, I felt my hand just heat up. That's the Holy Spirit right there. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my sister. I pray for healing, Lord. I pray for healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for her back. I pray for her hip. In the mighty name of Jesus. The bulging discs, the everything, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing, Lord. Thank you for healing, Father. In Jesus' name. Now, you come back later and can tell me how, how much better that is, okay? okay? Right now, the, the, you, you'll see. It's all better. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Lord, I thank you for standing here tonight, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you that you're a healing Jesus.
Lord, I pray for these eyes in the mighty name of the Lord. I pray that you open these eyes that he may see in the name of Jesus. I pray for healing, Lord. Healing right now, Father. Let the healing virtue flow in these eyes in the mighty name of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Who else had the hand raised for healing? Amen. I see you, Linda. I see you, brother. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'll just come back to here over here. What do you need from Jesus tonight? Healing in my neck. Your neck? What's wrong with your neck? Um, arthritis and joint problems. Okay, good. Would you mind standing? Lord, I pray for my sister today. I pray for the healing from the arthritis and the joint issues in her neck. Lord, we believe in a healing Jesus. We believe in a healing Jesus. God, as I lay my hand on her neck and upon her right now, I pray that the healing virtue of Christ will move into this neck and heal her completely. In Jesus' name. Just move your neck a little bit like this. Lord, as she does it, I pray for a freedom. I pray for a healing, a looseness, Lord. I command the arthritis to go in Jesus' name. Total healing. Total healing, Lord. Total healing. Front and back to you, Lord, but in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. You're going to see it's getting better and better. Are you coming tomorrow to church? Amen. Come tell me what the Lord did for you tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. What do you need from the Lord, Brother Charles? I saw you had your hand raised. Hip. He healed me from eyes. Two, three years ago, I had a Praise God for that. Well, we're going to thank Him for your eyes and pray for your hips. Lord, I thank You for His eyes. Thank You that You already healed Him, Lord. We just give You the honor and the praise for His eyes. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the total, total healing. Lord, I pray for his hip today. As I lay my hand upon the hip, I pray for the healing, Lord, healing power in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for healing the hip today. In Jesus' name, amen. What happened to your arm? You broke your wrist. Well, our God is a healing God. All right. Well, they did all kinds of things in there. Lord, as I lay my hand upon this wrist and arm and everything, I ask you, Lord, for your healing virtue. Your healing virtue. Touch this arm. Touch this wrist, Lord. Heal her completely. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You feel the Holy Ghost. I can tell that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Did you have your hand raised for some prayer, buddy? Praise God. What do you need from Jesus? A what? Okay. All right. Lord Jesus, I pray right now that you touch his foot. I pray for healing in the name of Jesus. Heal his foot, I pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, even the pain here on this leg also, Father, in Jesus' name. As I lay hands on him, I'm reminded of Mark 16, that we'll lay our hands on the sick and they shall recover. And we declare his healing in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless you, buddy. You're going to walk without the pain this time. Walk without the pain. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. I can't wait for tomorrow morning service. Praise God. So as, as we close, I'm going to give over to Pastor Tim or whoever, but won't you just, if you put your hand on your own body where you need healing. Father, you see the people right now who need healing, Father. I ask you, Lord, that you touch them. God, I've seen so many times when you touch people and heal them without us even having to lay hands on them. And God, you know exactly what they need. I ask you for healing right now, Lord. Let the healing virtue flow. Let the healing power of God flow right now into their bodies, into your body right now, brother or sister. I speak the healing. The Bible says death and life on the power of the tongue. So I speak life over you. I speak healing over you. The healing virtue flows in the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so sorry to hear about your daughter. And uh, we're going to pray for you. So would, would the family come together? Uh, just come sit there with them. Why don't you come forward? That, that'll be... Oh, you guys too. Okay. Thank you. All, so... So was it your sister? When did she die? Tuesday morning. Well, what happened? I'm so sorry to hear that. But that's what the body of Christ is here for. Amen. And you know, when we prayed for you, the Holy Spirit came on you. That's part of God bringing the healing. Amen. How are you related? Brother. Brother, okay. And husband, okay. All right. And the rest. Yes, okay. <laughs> All right. See, you know, you can just imagine how hard it is to lose a, a sister. I, I've not lost any of my siblings. I can't imagine. But uh, to lose a daughter. Uh, so let's just stretch out our hands out of love for them. Lord, we pray for this precious, precious family. God, who are brokenhearted. And Lord, we thank you that Jesus is there with us. Your word says in Psalms 23, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And Lord, 
we have no words to console this grieving family. We don't know what to say, and we can try to explain, but after all is said and done, all we can say is, Lord, they just need your comfort. We don't have answers. We don't understand it all. And Lord, I pray right now that you take this dear lady, God whose heart is broken for her daughter, and I ask you that your healing flow will just come into her being. Help her, Lord. Help her get through this. And she will. She will. You will be there with her. There is a balm in Gilead. There is an ointment from the Holy Spirit. And God, I pray you do that. And also for dad, father. Oh, Lord, I can't imagine losing a daughter. God, I pray for this precious man. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you please comfort him, strengthen him, Lord. Bring him through, Father. Yes, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, they need the Holy Spirit. They need the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. You know, while you have your hands raised to them, just, just consciously feel the Holy Spirit flowing through your hand. Like, like, like the anointing, like hot oil. And that hot oil is going to hit their soul. And the healing virtue. I mean, this is going to be a long process. It's going to be a long process. But you know what? God's already started. He's already started the healing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord. These precious, precious children. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' wonderful name. In Jesus' name.